Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to episode of Living Light Outdoors. On the mic with you, Saturday, story time. Uh, I'm going to confess, this is pre-recorded. Actually, I'm I'm recording this one following last week's message. I'm still fired up. My my spirit is still... Whew, I'm still in the presence of the Lord after reading that last chapter. I, I pray that you are, even a week later. I'm going to get into chapter 19 of A White Stone. Um, we know where we just left off. Tom has just found himself in the presence of the Lord, and we also learned that Crystal, the young lady from the hospital who had tried to commit suicide, who was so full of herself, is now laying prostrate in the presence of Jesus with some other followers around her, praying with her as she completely submerges herself in the presence of the Lord. Wow. As always, we'll start chapter 19 from our Father's heart. The brightness in your eyes will soon reflect the perfected work on the cross of by my Son in you. Your spirit of joyous praise will soon quiet the blasphemous words that defy me to be the God that I am. Your holy presence will make anyone who will not acknowledge Jesus as the only Lord too uncomfortable to remain where they are physically or spiritually. Who will be able to remain where they are when they see the living Christ as a plumb line in you? My people, choices must be made. It will be the life or death. There will be no middle road once my work is fulfilled in you so that you can see me and choose Do you see how important it is that you surrender fully to me? Do you see how important it is to set aside doctrines of man, those that have appearance of godliness but deny the power of the living God? The only way anyone can really see the power I have created by the cross is to see the change in you. As you walk in holiness, in purity, while remaining in your weak vessel, they will know that such power cannot come from within but by the one who lives within you. Draw close now. Many lives depend on you becoming what I desire of you. Matthew chapter 16, verse 26, the very first part of it amplified says, For what will it profit a man if he gains the whole world and forfeits his life, his blessed life in the kingdom of God? Chapter 19. How come we got to go to church in the morning and at night, Tommy Bracken asked as he walked past the room, never once breaking his stride or looking up from his battery-operated handheld computer game. Because tonight's a very special night, Sally said, brushing Becky's long, flowing hair. Ouch, that hurt, Mom. Becky reached for her head, giving Sally an angry look through her mother's vanity mirror in front of her. Both children had spent most of the day whining, complaining, and generally expressing their disapproval or unhappiness at at most events in their midst. Sally herself was more than distracted. After spending almost the entire night reading, what would Jesus do in this situation, was a question she kept asking herself. In fact, she was inwardly feeling new stirrings of dissatisfaction, almost embarrassment, at how well she lived in the light of of the life her Lord and Savior had lived. Somehow, though, she knew it would be resolved. It seemed that what had been all right yesterday would no longer be acceptable tomorrow. Seedlings of change for the better were being planted deep within her spirit. Her Lord was not angry with her. He was simply instructing her to begin to listen to his new direction. How she knew things were about to change or what the change would be, she couldn't say. She just knew, and it was time. It was also exciting. I wonder, ouch, Mom, that hurts, Becky cried again. You're pulling. 
Sally realized she wasn't really concentrating on what she was doing. I'm sorry, honey. There, we're done. You and Tommy put your things away. We'll need to leave in about 15 minutes, she said, gently smoothing her daughter's hair. I'll be right down. With that, the two fled the room to get a couple more minutes of TV in before they left. Sally slowly walked to the window. Sliding the sheer drapes aside and holding them gently with her fingers, she serenely stared at the manicured grounds and terraced garden and the large pool with its surrounding outbuildings. Could I give all this up, she thought, surprising herself that she might even consider such an idea? We've worked so hard to come this far. C could I give it up? The thought comes stronger this time and was a real question that required a real answer. A peaceful smile brightened her beautiful face. Somehow, she knew that deep down, way down in her inner being, she already had. Yes, Lord, she said as she turned from the window. Yes, she said it out loud as a statement of obedience and confirmation to him rather than as an answer to her own thoughts. As she surrendered a unique freedom, a freedom she hadn't felt for years, more years than she could remember filled her entire being. Sally put the finishing touches of makeup on her face. As she did, she noticed a new brightness in her eyes, an almost childlike sparkle that she remembered only being there when she was about to embark on a challenging adventure. That hasn't been there for quite some time, Sally Bracken, she teased herself. Embarking a, on a peace mission, she started down to the television room where Tommy and Becky had again, out of the boredom, decided to disturb each other. On her way down the stairs, she commented, Tom Bracken, are you in for a surprise? Wow. Very short chapter considering where we were last week um, with the powerful message of, of the, the church service taking place in the street. Uh, what, what an incredible, incredible couple of weeks this has been. May God bless you. May, may God stir your heart. May you too look at your surroundings and ask, if he asked me, could I give all of this up to serve him completely? It is a valid question, and, and I believe God is calling out to us today for a valid answer. Man, we, we're not here to, to build kingdoms here on this earth. We're here to build his kingdom. Our role here on this earth, he created us to be in a, in a relationship with him, to, to be in a, a worshipful relationship with him. We were created to worship God. Our whole being was created in his likeness, in the likeness of, of God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. And that, that's not meaning body likeness. It's, it's, it's in a spirit being likeness. In the, in the likeness of the, the countenance of the Lord is how he created us, to worship him, to fellowship with him, to be in a relationship with him. I mean, look at what happened in the very beginnings of time in, in, in Genesis as God walked with Adam in the cool of the evening. He walked in the garden with him. That's what God intended for us. He intended to be in that tight of a relationship with us on a personal level. Could you give up your ramblings of the world to be in that relationship with him? Something to consider because I, I believe that God is, is we're, we're reaching a place in our society today where we've got to begin to make some decisions. Who are we going to live for? Him or this world or the possessions that we've mounded up around us? I got a lot of junk. None of this junk can go with me. But what can go with me is the souls that I pour out to, those who see me living a life with Christ, who make a decision to do the same. That I can take with me. That's what we're called to do today. We're to go into all the world and preach the gospel. We're to share everything we are with everyone that we know, everyone that we encounter. 
and we're and we're to feed them from our soul, as it says in Isaiah fifty eight. There's two times in Isaiah fifty eight where it says to feed the hungry. One is go buy them a meal. Physically, they're hungry. Go buy them a meal. But the second time it states that it's feed them from what's inside you, feed them from your soul. That's spiritual, and that's what's most important today. Amen. God bless you. Thank you so much for your prayers as we continue our journey physically. Um, again, this is this is a pre-recorded message, so I have had uh, surgery by this time that you're listening to this, and um, I'm not real sure where I'll be on the other side of this. Prayerfully, God has got us where he wants us, though, and continuing to do the will and work that he has laid out for us. God bless you. Thank you for your prayers. Thank you for your financial support. Rhonda and I love you. We'll talk to you again real soon.